Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you wouldn't mind just hitting the subscribe button, like, sharing the video. We have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. Enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Exotic Roots Hydro, which I have to give a huge shout out to. They are a huge supporter of the podcast, and I'm really happy to be working with them. If you're ever in Rochester, New York, and you need to learn about any of your hydroponic needs, go to their shop. You can follow them at Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. Shout out their whole team. They have an amazing venue space. Uh, They're going to be putting on tons of events. Just make sure to follow Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. And if you're ever in Rochester, definitely stop by. Let's get back into it. It was at this moment that he knew he bucked up. Now you fucked up. I was hosting this uh, weed festival in Rochester, and they had this, like, set, the thing I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. They had, like, one of those testing facilities you could buy your shit, and you could go get it tested. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, like, how you would return that shit. Like, <laughs> excuse me, sir, but the, the test said the shit you sold me isn't <laughs> as strong as you said it was. Damn. Wait, where is this? This was in Rochester. Uh-huh. How's the weed scene in Rochester? Crazy. Really? Yeah, because there's nothing else to fucking do up there. Yeah, it's like Buffalo and Rochester has drugs and sex. (laughs) Drugs and sex. That (laughs) rap. (laughs) That's why I go up there. (laughs) What? There's a lot of like local rappers. Yeah, Yeah. they have a huge Buffalo Uh and Rochester both have a huge rap scene. Uh huh. And that's where like honestly most of my like listeners are. I guess would be in Buffalo and Rochester. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, what, it's like seven hours from here? Yeah, it's not too bad. It just going and driving, I'll roll up a bunch of joints. Yeah, I have yeah, a, I've I just got a new Subaru Forester, so it, like, stays in the lanes Major, and Yeah, it's shit. good. Invi- it's... You're environmentally, um, you know. I used to have a Jeep Wrangler. I had to sell that. I love that. that. Jeep Wrangler's dope. I miss it. I have a Jeep. Do you? Yeah, my dad in had a Wrangler. In the city? Yo, I gotta put the, you know, the event table and all my stuff, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. all right, yeah. all right. Do you I know, go but crazy? I've been driving since I'm seven years old <laughs> in New York City. I was driving. I <laughs> yeah. was dr- no in New York City's crazy. Yeah, but so I was my dad driving. made me. My like my dad made me. Yeah. Yeah. He made me practice like parallel parking, going down, you know, backwards down a, like a crazy driveway. You're like in first <laughs> grade. I know. That's ra- <laughs> damn. Yeah, because I was probably 14, 13 when my dad would like have me drive, not even him in the car. He'd be like. <laughs> I had to go get my car done. Like, <laughs> follow me up the road. You and looked shit. old enough. You were you were always tall, yeah. Yeah. They put you in the back of the class, also. Me too. Yeah. And no one just... was tall in my family, though. <laughs> no, then I, you they... start talking when you're in the back of the class. That's, that's how you became a troublemaker. They you know? moved me to the front. Uh-huh. They, I'm a talkative person. Yeah. Uh, they didn't want me. To, <laughs> I would just chat, chat, chat. Exactly, I used to exactly. get kicked out of class all the time I'm for sure. talking. The you, you know, like a you is fair. Then everybody's mm-hmm. included, right? Yeah. But then the girl at the end, she feels bad that she she's at the end. So now she's fucked for life for 10 years. She needs therapy because she was put at the end of the U. Well, it was so funny because when I was in college, I would get so baked before class. <laughs> like, oh, college, college. Yeah, college. All right, college. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> I'm like, damn, high you know, school. First grade. I <laughs> plays one right before I walked in. Help me with my You're multiplication like tables. <laughs> yeah. No, but in college. And I would think that would stop me from talking, but then I would just go on these high rants in class. Yeah, I sometimes I say the stupidest shit when I'm, I'm just rambling. They had me go talk <laughs> to my college 
uh, the seniors at my school a couple days ago. And I was just, I was just rambling. I mean, it was awesome, but like just rambling. Just I I just can just go. <laughs> Do you go crazy with edibles, like taking high dosages? I mean, yeah, I've been popping those. You know what I like? I like those punch bars. You know the you know the the punch bars. Mm-hmm. My edibles, only edibles that I eat from my are like when I go on trips. I'll take the biscotti. I have a few fans that like the biscotti, but um. <laughs> But the checks mix I like. But yeah, you know, I like I like gummies also. But do you take like crazy high? Yeah, yeah. I mean I'm a monster with it. You're a monster. No, but I don't want to be falling on my face. Like before like I do an event, let's say, a small little piece gets me all, you know, excited, yeah. chill. Sometimes I overdo it, of course. My friend gave me a thousand milligram RSO cap. Uh huh. The RSO is crazy. Yeah, and a thousand mil. It was just like like you just. But you it can't was like function. a mushroom trip. Yeah, I could barely right. talk. Like, it was <laughs> not for like a professional setting. Yeah, but yeah. even for a professional setting, I'm always stoned. Always. I have to be. Yeah. yeah. What's just the most you've bit. ever taken? Probably, probably like five hundred milligrams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't like to go crazy, you know? Yeah. But I like to, I like to go, my going crazy is taking edibles and going into a crazy environment, like a mosh pit or, you know what I'm saying? Like the the Metropolitan Museum of Art, you oh, know? Yeah. Like something, mm-hmm. walk into a restaurant you've never been to in your life, you're stoned out of your mind. You're like, where the fuck did I go? That's the best thing in the yes. whole world. Yeah. Yes. No, what's the, <laughs> I almost That's got, how I party at 38. <laughs> No, I almost got arrested <laughs> sneak, sneaking weed into Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. What, in the church? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they have. They checked the bag I there. didn't yeah. realize how strict the security was going to uh, be. Damn, I mean, yeah. It was. Especially COVID. What, you, just now? No, this uh-huh, was uh-huh, like. A long time ago. No, like two and a half, two years ago. It was uh-huh. before COVID right before. and shit. And <laughs> they were like. Oh, so, but I I wanted to get high at Sagrada Familia. I thought yeah, that would be sure. cool, in the, like the most famous old church. But that, was that wasn't that was not good. <laughs> no, going to fancy ass restaurants and shit, Hell high yeah. as fuck. I know, I know that. See, I kind of Hangawi. Have you been to Hangawi? No. Oh, very cool place. Where is it? Like near, near Koreatown, but I was very, very stoned. And then I walked in there and I was like, what the fuck? Best, you know? Yeah. I tried to recreate it, but it, it never works, you know? No, I, like, that was when I went out to Vegas and I got to go to, like, damn, I gotta get to Vegas. All the, like, crazy restaurants and shit. Yeah. Like, all the, what, like, steakhouses? Steakhouses. Mm-hmm. All, oh, what's that famous sushi restaurant? Tao? No, no. What? It's like, and it doesn't. But like going to all these, like, I was dating a girl whose dad went to Vegas a lot, and mm-hmm. so he brought us out there. Strippers and like, <laughs> I, was, I don't know about Hookers. the strippers. <laughs> coke. And, <laughs> and I, I, I've never done coke. I'm too high. I energy. did it once. Raw sushi bar. Yeah. No, no. That's wow. it. Doesn't. I, I can't do coke with my Jewish sinuses. <laughs> I I can't do coke with my sinuses. I'm not Jewish, you but say, yeah. I sound Amazing. like yeah. You sound, you sound yeah. Jewish. <laughs> yeah, and I'm losing my. Hair. I always say I'm gonna look like Larry David. No. Yeah, my hair's <laughs> going. I feel like bad. I saw Larry David at the Cannabis Expo. I swear. Really? Just like a bold guy with you know. I like would they love look, to yeah. smoke with Larry David. Oh my god, he'd probably like tell you the craziest shit. You ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? <sighs> 
No, because it's hard for me to understand at times, and I like it gets is whatever. But I appreciate that. I know, I know, I know. Then no, I, I know, I know the humor. I appreciate it. It took me a while to like get past the uncomfortability in the show. It makes you so uncomfortable to you watch. Have to, you have to have time to watch it because you have to, you know. Do you not have time? Well, your bacon show, you could put a TV show on. Oh God, I don't even have a TV in my bedroom. I have one TV in my house. Do you have a laptop? I do. I know. I hardly use it. Look, I, you know, Google Docs for me is like the biggest thing that I've learned. Is Shani making you use Google Docs? <laughs> <laughs> you I learned it, it on my own. I learned <laughs> the, it on my own. The anger in your voice. <laughs> I'm old school. I grew up with typewriter, you know? Yeah. I still write, you know, pen and paper. I yeah. wish I could just use like a flip phone. I know. I know. But look, I mean. You got to market yourself. This shit's crazy. Yeah. Even the other day. I took out, oh, I went to, so I was at this cannabis expo at Javits Center, and then I, it's right by the vessel. Mm -hmm. So I went to that mall, went to get food, and then I waited to go to the edge. You know the edge? It's almost like, right, you see the Empire State Building? $41. Yo, that shit's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Worth the $41? Hell yeah, because Empire State Building is like 120 Wait, the, it's As, Yes. I had no, no maybe idea. Maybe together. Sorry. No, it's probably the same price. It's like 70 No, it's like 70 That's crazy. Yeah, sorry. To go up in a building. I know, I know. But it got, yeah. It was it was very cool, very cool. I don't know what the point was, honestly. You ever do mushrooms? Once in a while, yes. I, I was telling Ani when, when I was on her podcast that mushrooms, watching Steve Aoki's documentary on mushrooms changed my life. <laughs> really? And Joey Diaz. What? <laughs> Just listening to them. I mean, because Steve Aoki, you know, he comes from fuck mad money. His father started Arang. His father, his father is the the, the inventor hibachi, of hibachi. Yeah. And they didn't give him a penny because they didn't believe what he was doing. They don't, you know, he they were living in in Beverly Hills. He also felt insecure about himself, even though he's a very handsome, cool-looking Japanese dude. And he was on his own. And he did, look what he's fucking doing. I had no idea about that. I know. Steve Aoki, if you're listening to this, hit up. Fake by Lori. <laughs> Hell yeah. She said, you're Getting big with Lori. <laughs> oh, yes. Very handsome. <laughs> I, I saw... <laughs> that's crazy. It was a very inspirational movie. And you took mushrooms movie. watching that? Yeah. I didn't know what... I didn't... I swear, I never knew that I was going to learn like that shit from him. What happened afterwards? So then I had a cry of a life. I was with my ex-boyfriend. I was in my kitchen just fucking crying. And I said, I said, I'm like, I, in order for me to like do what I want to pursue this baking, I'm going to have to just push harder and I'm going to have to, if I want to get, I was in a plumbing, working in a plumbing office. If I want to get out of this fucking hellhole, I have to really push. There's no way out of it. Cause Steve Aoki had to push cause the parents didn't help him. They were millionaires. Beverly Hills. He yeah. was like the cool dude in the nineties. He was friends with, you know, Travis, what's his name? Barker, you know? Yeah. But he didn't get a penny. That is crazy. I know. Now he's, he's like one of the most <laughs> the well-known fucking DJs in the world. But he was always a cool dude, probably, you know, and knew the right people. And that's how you do it. But I mean, very cool. Very cool. And and it's, I mean, the family is just very beautiful aesthetically and yeah. also nice. They're close with each other. The dad died. It was very sad. It was just a fucking How crazy long ago movie. was that when you watched that documentary? Probably four years ago. Four to five years and ago. And was there like a real change afterwards? Yes. You're like, I'm going to yes. focus I don't on just talk bullshit. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel the same way. Sure. It's weird how hallucinogens. I did a DMT trip, and that was what made me start this podcast. Very cool. Shit. Yeah. You like, just, 
because how else are you actually going to do something? You have to fucking do it. Yeah, because your ego holds you back. Right. And then it's just like that voice in your head that like. And that's why I cried my brains out, by the way, because I knew like this is real shit. Yeah. Did you always know that you wanted to like. Yes. Yes. And I just pushed it away because when you know that you're good at something, that's when you run the fuck away from it the most. And then one day you're like, I literally want to do this. Just do it. Yeah. That's what Joey Diaz taught me from all his podcasts, the church. You you listen to the church? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what he would get big on like a 2,000 milligrams. Why do you think I do crazy (laughs) amounts? I didn't even smoke weed when I started listening to Joey Diaz. He's like my idol. I just want to get as baked as possible and live life. Yeah, but you know, he had to cut that shit down. Like he was, you know, he was ruining Lee. I'm fucking sorry, Lee. I was fucking yeah. holding you back from life. <laughs> I was just met, Lee lives out by me. Yeah, he looks good. He lost weight. Go yeah, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw him at a mic like a month ago. Uh-huh, or something. Very cool. Yeah. What he lives what? In, in Massachusetts. Uh-huh, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. He's a nice ass dude. He's very nice. I know. Like that dude got the fucking opportunity of a life. Lifetime. To work with Joey Diaz. Like this Joe Schmo. This like fat chubby guy gets to work with Joey Diaz. Now he's like fame. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, but Joey Diaz, he wasn't I mean, I guess he was somebody at that point. He was, but, but just is, to give him a chance, like a guy like him to get a chance, yeah. like he, that's very lucky. It's all about, uh, it's the Steve Aoki thing. It's yeah. all about like, if you give off good energy. Exactly. And he's a nice know, guy. Like, right. He who is you know? a wig and he had something to offer, you know? Yes, yes, yes. No, of course, of course. He knows how to, you know, I don't know what he knows how to do. Yeah, but you know, like Joey was... <laughs> Lee grew a pair of balls ever since working with like from the beginning. If you you know if you're a church fan, and you watched the the beginning. Like oh my god, yo that uh, shit was crazy. Tra- that re- that podcast did really change my life. I know Joey's like the nicest guy. Like he tells everybody like how it is. You feel yeah. like he's your uncle. For real. Like he's talking to you. Yeah, I used to just sit and listen to his episodes over, and he used to do them live. They would go, and I would like stay up because it was the West Coast and watch that <laughs> shit. I would Yeah, West Coast, right. No, nah, he that was like <laughs> Oh my the church, stories. Oh yeah. my god. He was like one of the people I looked up to most like starting out cuz it was he just didn't give a fuck. No. I fucking got arrested. <laughs> I fucking killed someone. It you ever matter. get arrested? No. Everybody's shocked that I'd have never been arrested and that I don't have tattoos. <laughs> and I've done shit that I could have gotten arrested for. But they didn't have cameras on every block. Yeah, one. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I literally understand. was able to do like you know, yeah, mischievous stuff. But like, I never not Joey, not Joey Diaz style. I never kidnapped no one or put them into my <laughs> trunk, like nothing like that. <laughs> but you, you wanted to make edibles and shit even before that, or did you just yes. want to bake? Like? No, I, I definitely was. I was making edibles like beginning of college. Like when I was going, like I, I never finished college, but I was going to other people's college parties and bringing my brownies there. And you better tell on their a faces. really good long story because I'm about to roll up a joint while you're enjoying. Enjoy. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. That weed looks beautiful. <laughs> Those nugs look nice and toasty, fresh. So you started making edible. You said you didn't even smoke until like 17, 17 18. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I was always baking and cooking. My mom was a housewife extraordinaire. She fucking, you don't understand, this woman got up early, like, as if she was going for a job in the city, but she wasn't. She was jobbing for her kids. I was thinking about this the other day. She woke up before us, and then she started, like, blasting, like, music, like, doo-wop or whatever from the speakers, and she was always in good mood. 
and then making us breakfast. And then once we left, you know, buses pick us up. All right, she's doing the laundry. Da, da, da. Like she wasn't eating bonbons. Like this was a this was a legit Jewish like woman like housewife. Like those don't exist anymore. So I thought I was gonna be a housewife. You know, <laughs> housewife of Staten Island. So I was like, you know, kitchen, this, that, you know, always uh look, you know, very old school mentality. I've I've learned over the years that what she, you know, she did was maybe a little over the top, but because uh, like she didn't really have time for herself that much, you know. Yeah. But uh but in the kitchen, I mean, people from the synagogue, like every holiday they used to wait to be invited to our house. Like she made oh my god. Yo, these butter cookies Hungarian. Like she both my parents weren't hungry. But like so they, you know, they brought this cool stuff with them. But the cakes, the cookies, everything. And that's it. I love to eat. That makes sense on why she's like that, though. Because it's just like a some semblance of nor. You know, you can't exactly. be a housewife. Like, I know. You can just, like, do that. That was, yeah. I mean, that was the, you know. But it's the mentality thing. You know how For some sure. people, like, you had that. You're like, I want to follow. Some people just want that. Right, like, right. But, you know, I, I also didn't, I didn't realize that women like we're able to have careers you know mm, i just because she didn't like exactly and she didn't push it it was never like um education they sent us to private jewish school but education wasn't really pushed on us it was more like the culture so i never and i have jewish friends, culture yeah jewish culture very jewish culture i have friends that are corporate you know moved up in the corporate world they're making good money they get to live in you know like i was never <laughs> and their moms worked and I was always like, you know, I just didn't fully understand, like, you know, but there's a happy medium because, you know, it's either you're dedicated to your job. I don't know what the happy medium is, but it's <laughs> look, it is if you if you are a mom, it is nice to, you know, to be able to be home with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. But you should there's, people should do something else also. Like there should be. Well, she you literally catered to my dad, mm-hmm. you know, that was what it was back then. It though. was exactly, exactly. Like she couldn't. Exactly. Really. He brought home the bacon, but not literal bacon because we were, you know, we kept kosher in the house. <laughs> Are you still like religious? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Did you lose I it? I said that mad fast. I know. You, you said that like you lost it in a horrible car accident. <laughs> Ooh, sore subject. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up like super religious. My my family is and I respect them and love them, but I, I don't know. Are your parents still? They're al- they're not alive. No, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I know that's <laughs> Lil Wayne. R.I.P. Rest in pussy. <laughs> my mom's the biggest Lil Wayne fan. She would oh bring God. us to concerts. How and, are like, your parents so cool? Like how where did they grow up? They were. <sighs> what year were your parents born? And where did they? Where were they born? Uh, seven, <laughs> I'm interviewing you now. <laughs> Seventy one. Aha. Uh-huh. My mom. They're not that much older than me, your parents. My mom's 50, my dad's 56. What the fuck? Yeah, they were 24, 20, 26 and 31 when they had me. That's another thing. Your parents people, were mad young. Yeah, people were like, now kids' parents are going to be so much older. Like, Matt, there's... New York City's full of that. Yeah, they're parents like forty-three-year-old like women. Yeah, exactly. But before it was like twenty-four. I know that doesn't exist anymore. Imagine being twenty-four having a kid. My friend was fifteen when he had his That's son. That's crazy. And had or like where from Rochester? No, from uh, 
<laughs> Everything's from Rochester now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Any crazy I was talking story. to this guy online when I was like 20. In Rochester? Yeah, like even 19. It's like Rochester, a Jewish guy, like, um, you know, and like we wanted to meet up. It was so far away. <laughs> that is too far. I date my first girlfriend I met online like, on Tinder. <laughs> oh, God. And she lived in Indiana part time. Indiana. I flew out to Indiana for a, for my fucking first Valentine's Day. The power of the P U S S Y. That is. What were you. <laughs> uh, I was watching Ani's podcast and she had something where she was like, your dad was like. Pussy's the I, I I hope he didn't say pussy. Pussy's the most powerful weapon or some shit. No, he, he I was I was making a point about something, and he said uh, the most powerful weapon in the world is between your legs. But the the context of what I was saying makes it sound way worse. Than what he actually meant. No, nah, I don't think I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care what the context is. <laughs> any, any between He's your legs. Seventy-seven. Leg. <laughs> okay. Wow. You don't need to, I don't think your dad's gonna be listening to this. You don't need to defend him. I know. <laughs> he knows. Even he knows. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna he get the. Right now, he has a feeling in his chest. <laughs> I'm gonna get a text from him. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking yeah. shit? <laughs> no, but my parents were cool. They just didn't know what the, they're young. They yeah they they, they like should. I hang out with fifty year olds. So I hung out with a fifty year old woman last night. One of my like best friend, One of my really good friends is like fifty six years old. He's no, he's fifty eight. He's older than my dad. Uh huh. But they're just a little. They're just. The older you are, that's it. You're the same fucking person. You just know more shit. Exactly. You know? yeah. Yeah. Or less shit. Some people get really? older and, and they dumber? start. One. I wish I got dumber. I swear. 100%. <laughs> I don't want to know no more shit. Please, God. Why aren't you smoking <laughs> weed? If you want to just, that'll make you dumber. Ignorance <laughs> is bliss and ignorance is just getting high. That's every time <laughs> I get, no, every time I get stoned, I get smarter. Yeah, no. Yeah, you know. I do. I was making it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Does it give you anxiety and shit? No. When people are like, oh, I'm so angry, I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I like the anxiety. It gives me exactly. sometimes, but it's I good like anxiety. That That's yeah. like, what, look, when I'm doing an event, I take the small bite of the chocolate, and then my heart starts pumping. I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh my god, what's wrong with me? Like, just just chill with it. Or they take too much, or it's always a brownie story. Also, it's always a brownie. Yeah. Like, trust me. I always tell my customers, take a few pieces, just to just a bite, just see how it is. You you know, I'm not trying to lie to them. I want to get them onto it. Uh, no, I like it. I like that feeling when you're like, oh yes, god, the heart what? starts like, pumping. You have to start taking deep breaths. Yeah, that I happens. love it. I love and it. I, like same same thing with mushrooms. Like I like that. The come up is always really rough on mm -hmm, me, mm -hmm. but I enjoy it because I know it's like yeah, it's about to get lit. It's like anything. It's uh, I got this during, but it's like it's hiking a, a mountain, uh, running, whatever you want to like do. Thrill. You're a thrill seeker. Would you jump no. out of a plane? No way. Me neither. No way. But I'm like, you gotta. It it takes a it takes a lot of work to get into something mm -hmm. but then once you're in it it's great for sure like starting up your business is exactly. probably really hard yes, yes. in the beginning but once you got in it you Gulp. like the flow for sure for it's sure it's a fucking mushroom trip i know i know i got to do a mushroom trip again i really do When's i, the last I time need you some did clarity it, the steve aoki shit i did it no i did it when we had 
that big uh, snowstorm last year. Mm. Yeah. That would give me, I wouldn't like to do I, it when I can't it was go bad. outside. Exactly. I got yeah. fucked up. I was I sweating. It was horrible. No, I need to go outside. It wasn't we good. just did it the other day together. Oh, yeah? And then we put on Wizard of Oz and I did not have a good time. Oh, my God. It was just this. It wasn't the Wizard of Oz movie, but it was the visuals of the Wizard of Oz. And mm-hmm. then this music behind it that I just could not handle. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. And I, I mean, I went into that trip with like, I know I have some difficult things going on and that I could maybe potentially have some some turbulence, you know. And then the fucking twister was on the TV and I hit turbulence. Wait, Twister or the movie? No, like the twister in The Wizard of Oz. Oh, you know, shit. Like yeah, yeah. The freaking cyclone. It could trip. That movie's trippy. Oh, oh my God, dude. It, w- it just wasn't what I and needed. And it was the one that was um, synced up with Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, it was not what I needed. I guess the it's like synced up. Irish put but, it on. T- to the whole album? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that was like the other night when I came back and I was. On I don't Mushroom. think I'd watch that still. Wizard of Oz uh, with the with the background like. I don't like old movies anymore. Like Wizard of Oz, I don't really feel like watching that shit. No. But I definitely could listen to a Pink Floyd album in a hot tub. Yeah. On shrooms, acid. Molly is amazing, but the come down is fucked up, and you're very, very, very depressed very depressed i've never done it and face breaking out oh really yeah i've never because done it's chemicals it. is bullshit yeah exactly like the high is not natural the mushrooms is natural you i don't, I don't even like be acid. so happy that i'm so depressed the next day it's, is that it it's yeah. like a real bad co- yeah no i wouldn't like if you're that. like struggling with shit you know in general like life me <laughs> it's probably not the best drug for you because the calm down is fucked up because mm. you're so fucking high but the mushrooms is different. It's life changing. Are you like a dark per are you a sad person? I mean, my parents are dead. So yeah, life, you know, fucked me hard at seventeen. My mom died like out of the blue and fucked up my whole Be life. Young. Yeah, I was going into a summer going into twelfth grade, like we had an awesome fa- you know, like good family, you know, la- you know, just awesome like my parents were the cool parents. Yeah. And then that's it, my mom fucking died. Like I saw her three days before. It's fucked up shit. That is fucked up shit. I know. And then I, and honestly, so, you know, I mean, I have two brothers and my dad raised me pretty much because they got married and uh, it took me 20, I, 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 from all like working in the plumbing industry and also with living with my dad, you know, survival skills. I never talked about it. I never cried. No, none of my friends ever saw me cry. 20 years later, which was last year, my, it was like the 20th anniversary of my mom. All of a sudden, like I just realized that I I've been sad for twenty like I didn't not, I didn't talk about it, You're and that's when it. I started I held in twenty years, so I started like there yeah but I've you know I I cry a lot. Do you regret it holding it in? So no, because I didn't know better, and it was just like a you know it was that part that was protecting me, and I was, but it's like it protected me like crazy, like such a tough ass girl, like just crazy shit and. That's not healthy for sure. Like people should talk about stuff. Even like Ari Shafir, who's like always makes fucking jokes. Like even on like he like, you know, he's always like, you know, you think like too cool for everything. But even he like has a promo like, you know, go get therapy, even if they're paying him to sponsor. It's just like everybody believes in it. You know, even if you're like a tough guy. 
But yeah, I mean, it really like 20 years, I never fucking talked about it. And even my other brother also, like, you know, we're just starting, because we're, like, tough. Like, my dad was a tough dude. Cool dude, but tough. So, you know, yeah. But but that's it, you know. My dad also, my dad got sick. My grandmother, she fucking, like, I had to take care of her. Just a lot of shit fell on me. Like, I had a lot of adult responsibilities. At a young age? At a young age, yeah. Like, my whole, like, it's just crazy. Like, it's just crazy shit. Like, I have a crazy life story. But I also, like, have a fun, cool life story. And I had a lot of fun. And my dad was really fucking, like, awesome and cool. When you look back. And my brothers are awesome, too. Is that how you feel when you look back at it? Like, it's fun and cool or it's sad? Or do you see the boat? Yeah, Both. But more sad also, yeah. Because I don't know where the hell, like, my 20s went. Like, I know everybody says it like I'm 38, but like, damn, I would have, I would have, I would have. Fine, let me just do it now. But you know what? I'm just dealing with all the shit now, later. Like, you know, you want to, when you get older, that's when you start doing like, you know, more work stuff. So that's me now. And also you start dealing with your emotions. But I'm like, I want this to go away already. I don't want to fucking deal with my emotions. Did the Steve Aoki thing, was that the thing that was the catalyst to it? No no that's just like work wise work wise what i wanted to do like push me but um, what was the catalyst to you dealing with it well then my mom's death let's say yeah or just like baking yeah baking like what i wanted like my passion because of her like i'm doing this like i'm her personality like she was just like fucking like a wild she was a wild like girl like my my grandmother her mom was an auschwitz survivor and my mom like was the black sheep of the family okay in the 60s like her friend got kicked out of school and she like went out the window halfway and she was like if she goes we all go my mom was wearing like my mom was like a badass had a mustang like smoking cigarettes like she was the rebel and i'm literally her and i don't know her i haven't seen her since i'm 17 i'm 38 like i don't know anything about her all all i knew about her was like kid stuff you know what i'm saying like yeah. i didn't know the real like it's just crazy like i'm a whatever so have that's you it. gone back and tried to find out like so I went to Hungary a few years ago where my parents were from. Like, yeah, I went to Hungary on my own just to see if I could. On your own? On my own, yeah, yeah. And Amsterdam. You know, I have, I, I, I never been so high. I, you know, I've been to California, Colorado, um, and Amsterdam, like the weed places. But out of all of them, and of course, New York also has great weed. But because it comes from California. But Amsterdam, I was like, I couldn't even like talk to the like the front girl, like at the the girl at the front desk. You're just so high. I don't know where I ended up, and this fucking like Jamaican place, like this shady like place in Amsterdam. Yeah, I stayed. But you went to Hungary to find. I went to Hungary, yeah, to to find my roots. To find my roots, yeah. But what I ended up what I ended up finding was that (laughs) I booked a hotel only because it was in a good neighborhood and it was a nice hotel. Little did I know that it was on the same block as like a religious like synagogue, like how I grew up. Okay. And also like a te- like there was a synagogue there and there was like something dedicated to like World War Two. Like it literally like I fucking went to my hotel room and cried my fucking eyes out because I didn't know I stayed on the same back as all this stuff. And it brought back my grandmother and like I fucking hated her because she was so critical. But the she one survived. That was in- yeah, Alshay, yeah, she was fucked up. But she was so critical. Oh my God. But I just cried. I, I just couldn't believe it. Like all the shit she went through and everybody went through shit. And do you everybody still, has problems and generational trauma. Do you still trauma. like hate her? No. Or do you I understand? Forgave. I forgave. Yeah. 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 I don't have I don't have hate in me. 
My grandmother's still yeah. alive, but I had to like forgive her. I do her. hate those hot blonde girls. Though. They always fucking get attention and free drinks, though. The hot blonde. <laughs> yeah, but oh, sorry. No, <laughs> those, it would suck to be them. Always fucking getting free shit. I saw it last night. But yeah, what were we saying? No, nah, it would suck <laughs> to be them. I literally watched it last night. Like yeah, this, you get the free shit all the time. But no one ever I get takes free shit you too. But, but no one little ever, blonde ones. No always. one ever takes them seriously though. Imagine if they actually had like an idea that they wanted to follow through on. Right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but like take this drink. I want to fuck you. <laughs> like. <laughs> I know for sure. <laughs> get being ugly, you get taken seriously. That's what I realized. It's no. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. What were we going to say about your grandma or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, that I had to like, you have to like, they came up in such a fucked up time. Exactly. Like, I had to forgive all that shit. Cause yeah. like I saw how my grandma affected my mom and then how like my mom would react on me because of that. So then I would blame that. And it's just like, we all are dealing with our own shit. Exactly. Like, exactly. Exactly. So Yeah. Look, with all this sad story I just told before, you know, maybe people are crying about this or whatever. I do have a sad story, but I also do have a lot of love in my life. My parents gave me crazy love. Me and my brothers, like, we're super close. I'm an aunt of 13. My 23-year-old nephew just got engaged in Israel, and I'm going wow. to a wedding. Yeah, I'm like, I know how to love because I was loved. So a lot of people don't. So that's my blessing. And also, like, I'm, you know, I'm getting to do this. I have, you know, I'm, my, I am a mixture of my parents. Like, yeah. if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be doing this. But life is really hard, and, and I, you know, life is really hard. Was it emotional to start baking because for sure. of, like, the... Yeah, I cried in the kitchen. Like, what? yeah. We were talking... Over my baked goods, my tear, my salty tears. Do you... The first... No, the first joke I ever wrote, I was... Oh, it was so about salty tears? No, I was sobbing oh. while I wrote it. <laughs> Swear to God. Uh-huh. I, I, I think the that. stuff that's so emotional, like, to you is the stuff that you were saying, like, the thing that you want to do the most, like, you push... Away, like, right. The thing that's the hardest thing for you to do, you need to do. Like, mm-hmm. I had a literal phobia of writing. Like, I would have panic attacks. I would... And that's what I do, like talking, like I hated talking to people and now it's what I do. Like, yeah, the emotional connection to it was almost too much to break the barrier. But you always wanted to. Always wanted mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. Is that the same thing with the bacon? Of course, of course. Not bacon, bacon. <laughs> I love bacon. <laughs> but also the other part about it is that, you know, once you start, you won't be able to stop. So you have to commit. I can't believe you just said that. I mean, who isn't scared of commitment? That's I, I for real. No, I literally needed to hear that. No, I. That's how I told my. I didn't. I wanted to do comedy since I was seventeen years old. It was my dream, but I couldn't commit until I was twenty-one. I had. I knew I had to dedicate my life to it because once you make that choice, there's no going back. But it's, you know, it's for good, for good reason. 100%. But you have to jump off the cliff into the darkness. 
Oh yeah. Sometimes I feel like I sell Sorry, my soul I'm to the devil. Sorry, I'm getting emotional too. Like I fucking speaking, yeah. No, I feel. Right <laughs> Sam, this was the actual reason for our trip. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true because you need to make. You just need to jump in and have faith that you can pull yourself out of it. For sure. Because you're talking about like going through dark stuff, but you're here exactly. and you're still doing your stuff. You pull. <laughs> That flannel in the hat. <laughs> Some people think I'm a lesbian. I feel like you're a hot lesbian. <laughs> but I'm this close to That's shooting off men because I fucking hate you guys. No, I love you. I love you. I'm saying, you know. That's the badass vibe only, you're trying exactly, to give up. No, whatever. It's just like... My mom was a lesbian. <laughs> look, I worked in the plumbing industry for 15 years. Oh, it I rubbed have, off on me. I understand. You wouldn't be wearing a beanie if you didn't. <laughs> I fucking had to work in a in a in a fifty five degree office. I wore a beanie and gl- a glove like fingerless gloves. Why was it fifty five degrees? Because the because I worked in a fucking warehouse. I worked in a warehouse, and it just was old school with Ukrainians, and that's just how it was. And you don't fucking complain. Having a real job too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked with like Brazilians, and I grew up in a big Brazil uh, Brazilian community. In Rochester, <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, this podcast is over. <laughs> On Cape Cod, <laughs> and the discipline that they have. <laughs> God damn it! No yeah, following the your discipline. shit. Like, uh-huh. there's always people who work hard. I think I work pretty hard, but I know people who work way harder than me doing shit that isn't even what they want to do. Uh huh. I, yeah, you just, mm. you know, you see people who did like are so far into the loop that they almost can't get out of it. I've seen very hard workers. Yeah. There are people that work crazy hard, definitely harder than me, like more, you know, studious, stay at, you know, do the research. They love, you know, you finding stuff on YouTube and learning about it. Like, I should have been learning about shit. But that's another thing. That goes with, like, the, you know, accepting that you're going to do what you want to do. Then not procrastinating about it. Yeah. Procrastination is, is, is my middle name also, besides for Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Working under pressure, though. I don't like that. That's what procrastination is. It's you give yourself pressure so you know that you can get it done in the timeline. I got some advice recently from somebody. You can say your name. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I need, I need. Maybe that's, you know, I have to, time management, time management. Like I'm spending too much time on things that I don't have to spend that much time on. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by the podcast Woody Two Shoes, hosted by comedian Thatcher Wood. Other than being a really good friend, Thatcher is one of the funniest comedians and podcasters I know. A Woody Two Shoes is available on all podcast platforms. It's a comedic podcast where he interviews a different interesting person each week, and they get into a bunch of different topics. Uh, You should subscribe to his YouTube channel, too. At 100 subscribers, he's given away merch. At 500 subscribers, he's given away a PS5. That's right. Yeah, a PS5. So make sure you go subscribe to Woody Two Shoes on YouTube and uh, follow Thatcher on Instagram at Wood Two Shoes. Two is in the number 
wood two shoes on Instagram. Let's get back into it. Sam, do you know what the 80-20 method is? Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. Um, here, I'll, I'll pull it up. But it's like the, the essential meaning of it is what 20% of your time should produce 80% of your return. So mm. what is it that you're putting your time in that overall is like t out of the whole thing, 20%, but you're seeing more like come back. So what task are you doing so much work on that isn't really bringing you, you know, some kind of like return on your time or return on your money or what you want to do? You know what I mean? And, and figuring out what that balance is. No, that's just some real shit. Cause like the, I waste so much time just like, doing nothing just like sitting there like on my phone <laughs> you ever do you have that thing on your phone where it tells you how many hours you've <laughs> yes it's like you went up 40 more percent this week what's like, your number fuck. what's your number i don't know i don't know mine's eight hours eight hours seven no. to eight hours a day that's not no no mine's not I but i also okay to be <sighs> fair i a drive lot. a lot so it's a lot on gps but still, that's a lot. Uh -huh. I found the definition. Do you want me to just read it real quick? Yes. Uh, the 80-20 principle states that 80% of the output or results will, will come from 20% of the input or action. So that 20% is like more meaningful because it's producing your majority of your results. I think that's true. Yeah, I think absolutely. that's definitely true. Mm -hmm. I'm it, not good with time management. I'm this, not great with it. I haven't really been uh, in the last year with COVID. It's been all kinds of fucked up. And someone recently told me about this and I did a little bit more research. I've been trying to implement it in my day to day as much as possible. And it's helped a ton, actually. Uh -huh. Yeah. I, I just need to like focus on getting mm -hmm. out and like now that shit's open back up. I've just been like not focusing on i've just been eating whatever and i need to like get back to being healthy because i feel like when my <laughs> body's healthy sam let's do it mind, together <laughs> let's do it i need to let's hold each other accountable because that's some real <laughs> when my yo she had a callback that was perfect to my podcast <laughs> oh. i'm holding each other accountable exactly exactly i was just gonna suggest can i manifest something yes we were we were talking about running Mm -hmm. Can we manifest running together again? 100%. And hold each other accountable? Yes. Cool. I love, I know, I need to get back Everybody's into running. running, running. <laughs> that's always what I hear when I run. My friend just had Running Will in New York City is fun. Shout out Lukey Cage. Uh, he, he just had Will I Am on his podcast. Whoa. <laughs> like, Will I Am is cool dude. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy get on his podcast. So check that out. Go you know why? Because everybody's desperate because COVID fucked everyone. Now everybody's the same. Yeah. <laughs> there's no like, there's no diamond anymore. We're all in the same. Well, Even the, right? All the fucking actors are going desperate on it. All the housewives, they're going desperate. You know, fucking Instagram, they're dancing away. They're like, look at me, look at me. I'm still alive. Bravo didn't get me back yet, but I'm still here. Here you go, buddy. I'm shaking my tits for you. <laughs> Dude, but... No, like no, no, people cool, were probably cool. like everyone was like oh pe everyone's baking but we're all in the same boat here by but the way but during you know quarantine that, right? you were like i mean people i was probably, busy as fuck you, but people probably told you like oh everyone's baking everyone's doing that like but you were able to make something special i out was of busy it. as fuck i was busy as fuck i started Everybody this whole podcast it's like 
well, uh uh-huh, you started this. I'm saying I was busy because everybody wanted weed stuff. That's what I mean. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh. your same thing. Right, it's right, right. like you I was fucking, shocked, but then I wasn't. There's two people. There's people who did nothing over quarantine and right, people right, who exactly. fucking made it happen. <laughs> and you made it exactly. happen. That's you're right. one of those I'm a people. Yeah. You're you're adapt to the situation. That's what had gone through. Yeah, I mean, through. My, my grandmother survived Auschwitz, so uh, <laughs> it's in our blood. Yeah. <laughs> All right, way to bring it down. <laughs> How many more times are you going to mention your grandma being in Auschwitz? She really fucked up my life. And if no, my I'm... friends ever listen to this, they're going to laugh because they're like, she really did. No, I, I understand. No, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, oh. Debbie Donna right here. What's her name from SNL? I'm not gonna talk. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't really talk about on this podcast that much, honestly. But like, my grandmother fucked up my life really? real bad. Yeah, like, damn. I mean, I guess we're late enough. Yeah. We're late enough into this podcast that we could talk about. It. And I, she's still alive. Mm-hmm. And I had a real like, we almost like. You talked to her about it. I almost. We almost never like. I almost cut her out completely from, mm-hmm. like, we almost cut each other out. Go- she threatened to call the cops on me. She was going to lie. Oh, I shouldn't say this. Wait. That's, that's <laughs> like we, white trash grandma thing. Can we not talk? All right. <laughs> yeah, you uh, want me to make it? Uh, tell it. Tell No, don't no, tell it. No, we aren't going to tell that story <laughs> on this podcast. It's just rude. Fine, but, but, but she's still alive. But, but I confronted her. Amend, I confronted uh-huh. her about amends, everything. Amends. And it was really rough. As you just heard, <laughs> but it, it it was so much for the best, and I feel like I'm a better person because of it, because that resentment I had exactly I would take it out on everyone else. Lifetime too. of resentment, and then you heal from it. How good is that? It's, exactly, it's hard to hard, do though. for sure. But then when you heal, it's amazing. Isn't That's how it, you move forward in life. It's weird how people just hold. I also hold sentences back. You know, we're we're nervous. We're nervous to say stuff. Maybe oh, I am too. I know, but it's weird, isn't it? Because like after you do it, it feels so lethargic, and you're so happy. But for years, people for lifetimes won't say the thing that they really want. For sure, for sure. No, it is it is hard. It is hard. Yeah. You saying I want to follow my passion. Yes. Some people hold that back. My heart's beating fast when you say it. I'm still nervous about it. <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> are you kidding? I I'm not. I don't mean to like toot my own horn, like in toot any it, way. But like <laughs> last night, I was at a concert that had nothing to do with anyone on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And two different people came up to me and they said how much they love this show, and just like gave real details about it, where it was like. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm a no one wants to listen to me. Like no one like I suck. Like I don't I'm not I'm not good. I I can't listen to my own voice. I can't do any of that shit. I can't I'm not good. You know, like it's that But that's what keeps you pushing. You got fans. It's weird. You got fans, boo. <laughs> no, but I mean I That's know crazy. I know what you're saying, that heart beating fast, because it's like You're doing it. That's it, you're doing it, you're in it. You're following your passion. Yes. There is a lot. There's a lot 
to do. There's a lot to do. There's a lot. There's you know the long way to long way to go. Long way to go. But you're also in a field that not many people before have paved a way. You're a pioneer. So you Thank have you. to. Honey. <laughs> Moosh. Best yeah. can best candles ever. Sorry, can Thank I plug you. her? Yeah, of course. Best fucking candles ever. Maybe you are a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I did have an experience in my twenties, though. <laughs> but I do. every every girl who went to college did. If you if you're a girl I didn't even graduate college, but culinary school I did graduate. <laughs> you better cut that fucking line out. <laughs> All right. But um. But yeah, no. I like men. I just there's i love men you know but they're savages and i as know a lot about she them. loves my candles exactly oh, yeah, so back to the candles <laughs> it's true exactly that's how much but yes so anis candles are amazing they smell amazing they so Thank one was you. lit in my house and i forgot that it was lit and then i was like what the fuck i thought my oven was on and there was cookies baking in there and it wasn't can it you was, believe that? It was just my that I walked into my friend Shamil's house and he had one of her candles burning. Hey. And I was like, "Are you fucking cooking right, baking right now?" <laughs> also, and they and they're long lasting. Yeah. Super long lasting. You know why? Because they're made with. Soy Unlike wax. men, I'm <laughs> jumping on this men hate train that you guys are doing. I worked with them for I 15 tried. years. What do you think? Like <laughs> you, you like I fucking saw everything. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a part of this. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to lose all my male followers. <laughs> I'm going to lose all mine. Are you kidding my me? candles are Here so go. good. Yes. Ani, go grab your candles some. are amazing. Where can they get your candles? Um, You can find them on my website at animooshmedia.com or on my Etsy store, which is by Moosh. Woo. Yeah. I, uh, Moosh. I love that name. <laughs> Thank you. But you are a pioneer because I am. It Thank is you, OG a, motherfucker. Because it's in a field that's not like you don't you don't know. There's no blueprint on what you're doing. Exactly. Look, I always been you know been a savage. So then you know I've been part of the black market. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know like the white girl that's like a little bit with the hip hop but not too much. But one hip hop dude, Intel, who has amazing music. Can I can I uh, talk about? Yeah, of people? course. Uh, Intel. I N T E L L, but like the L, the first L is capital, and the one, and the second one is like lower. I'll check his stuff out. He is you God's son from the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. He's an amazing lyricist. Oh, I think lyricist. I saw him at Supply and Demand. Maybe, maybe mm -hmm. he did. He's an maybe. Yes, possibly. He's an amazing lyricist. He's on, uh, you know, you could Spotify. Fucking amazing. Also Wu Tang, so he's part of the Wu Tang Clan. You know, the sons, the generation, generation second, second gen. Yeah, I did see him at uh -huh. Supply and Demand. Yeah. So he, he he let me set up a table. He asked me if I if I could set up a table at his thirtieth birthday party in a cool art studio in Staten Island, looking over New York City. Very cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Exactly, exactly. You know, like, and I and I've been listening to him for a long time. I didn't. He always had this like je ne sais pas, whatever whatever it's called, je ne sais pas about him. <laughs> je ne sais quoi. Yeah, je ne sais yeah. quoi, pas. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't uh, want to lose my French listeners too. Oh my god. <laughs> but I didn't know who he was. Like he didn't say anything. You know, he never tries to like use that shit. Yeah. But That's then the best thing. He he started like yeah, but he was like he was shot in the hood in Staten Island representing <laughs> the, <look. laughs> the woo. <laughs> but you uh, that is pretty crazy. It's cool, yeah. He's an amazing lyricist. That's all. Yeah. But so this but your shit is like boutique it's enough boutique, that exactly. it's like 
there's such a market for that because nice is, shit, nice shit likes to get be bought by everyone. Exactly, like, exactly. Yo, all you rappers out there, hire me for your events. What kind of stuffs on your menu? I got pop tarts made with organic infused strawberry jam. Oh yeah, you got me. Cinnamon buns. I have a nice little baggie for Sam here. Pumpkin spice cookie, a PBJ bar, and a brownie bar. Yes. When did you start, like, how how did you start doing it seriously? Because you are, like, a pioneer, so I want, like, what was the, like, process? And do you like that it's becoming legal or no? I'm getting into real interview questions. This is 60 minutes type shit. shit. I'll start with the legality. Uh, <laughs> I do like that it's becoming legal because it's so, it's such a cutthroat business because there are no laws. So you're allowed to do all this crazy shit. There really are no laws. So it's going to help beneficial. But I don't like the laws because first of all, I love that like I always do like shady shit, you know, like, you know, I love that part. Fine. Yeah. But also there's the bureaucracy. Because I was in the plumbing industry for so many years, I know how it is. I know the bureaucratic. I know the rules, all the the permits, the applications, the the holdbacks, the money, the checks. I know how it is. So it's going to be the same in the weed industry. I know how it is. So it's like, there you go, the government running something else for you. There you fucking go. Like, nothing's easy, you know? I'm like, fuck. Well, that's... <laughs> I'm from Mass, and when it was... Illegal, it was bad. When it was decriminalized, it was good. But now that it's fully legal, it hikes the prices way exactly. up. Exactly. Like, it's just always, always money. But that's how it is. Always money. But I'm like, so for the people. I really am. Yeah, because no one should be in prison for marijuana. No, even pay a lot of shit. Like, I'm not trying to overcharge anybody. Also, like, we as humans, like, we should just, like, enjoy things together in life. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to try to overcharge. Like, I want you to have a good experience, too. And I want you to give me also a good experience. Like, I'm not trying to take advantage of anyone. Why can't we just all live like that? But I bet <laughs> it's hard to step into the legal game without a large quantity of cash. Like, the licensing and stuff is For insane. Sure. For sure. I have friends who, you know, get into that shit. And it's you like... Look for investors also. But yes, yes. Yeah. But even before even the cash flow, yes, just even doing the legwork, all the permits, all the applications, finding a lawyer, finding a, you know, any, anybody in the cannabis industry. At this cannabis expo this weekend, I heard a woman speaking and she was amazing, very articulate. Wow. She's been, she's, a, she's an African-American woman. She's been pushing for legal weed for years, like 20 years. And now she's, you know, more outspoken about it. And she said that, you know, the the whole industry is pretty much black right like snoop yeah. dogg's rapping about right in the 90s he's rapping about the best weed in california like he already knew about the best weed when we're like what right the black community has been in this industry and she she said there's only like one percent uh african and woman african-american woman in the industry it's like they should be pushing more for like yeah if they started the industry then they should be you know but it's but that's not how it is at times, you know? The, representation. The big white people come back. No, representation push, you know? is like a real thing that like... But peop, so that she's saying the African-American community should push and go for permits and, and licenses and women. You know, but that goes back to inspirational. the... It's not even generational wealth, but it's generational. It's built up where it's almost... it's The barrier of entry is so hard because it is like the white male... 
like dominated thing because that's where the cash flow on the big scale, the government scale, right, is. right. Because you have to look. All right, what's the representation of black women in government positions? I want to get to the point where if where I want to under, fully understand the laws, rules, regulations, and be okay with it, and then be happy and understand that I can make money and I can have what I want, even with all that. But if I sit down and see it's not worth it, yo, come find me underground, baby. <laughs> well, you have such an amazing product. Like, Why don't you try one out? I will right now. <laughs> How about that pumpkin spice cookie? Vegan, gluten-free. I have two maybe maybe you know and i need will be lucky enough to yeah. to have one <laughs> she never says no to uh big big with lori edible no i'm never going never. to say no that is a vegan maple glaze this is amazing and those are organic salted pumpkin seeds that's so good thank you and that's organic vegan gluten-free pumpkin cookie about 150 milligrams very high actually i i know a dude that's like fucking stoner mm. and he said he had that cookie and he and he just he didn't want it ever again <laughs> i would try both of them <laughs> no <laughs> no those those bars are good too you're not allergic to peanut butter right no as i was putting in the bag i was like fuck he might be allergic but whatever it's too someone late. <laughs> told me i look like i'm allergic to peanut. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you do. <laughs> hey get out of here <laughs> you do because <laughs> all white boys are allergic to peanut butter i have curly hair and glasses too joey diaz always says like you know about the peanut butter thing like Everybody's allergic to fucking peanut butter. Just fucking eat the food. You know, like he said, like he was allergic to peanut butter. It's like mom made him like stick his hand in a jar and just fucking eat it. I, um, and then I, he stopped being allergic. He, that's he like, he, yeah. She scared it out of him. Exactly. I went to a school <laughs> that, uh, we weren't allowed to have peanuts on campus. That long? Yeah. I mean, damn. I thought it was like re more recent. No. But it is, how old are you? How old do you think I am? 28 24 yeah i was gonna think 25 mm -hmm. even damn that's young <laughs> Holy i don't shit. feel it i also don't look it i don't think oh you look young Sounds if i shave my wise. beard i don't know you just you look like you look old and young like you have like <laughs> you look everything you look like you've seen some shit exactly <laughs> if i shave my beard i look so bad me too <laughs> i'm letting that one sit while i eat my cookie <laughs> Enjoy that. You need some kafefe with that. <laughs> Do you know that there's a place like called kafefe? Remember when the internet went wild when he tweeted by accident kafefe? Mm -hmm. Trump? Oh. Like they went crazy. My my old coworker, he went crazy. I bet you're <laughs> I bet in the plumbing industry it was all all crazy. republican like yeah like these are ukrainian men they oh, some of them have been working there for 20 years and still can speak english they're like paper <laughs> i swear to god no i know exactly <laughs> that's what i mean with the, there was, laura there was a, paper 
I had to figure out, to, you know, I had to fucking apply for citizenship. Did you I ever didn't even know what the fuck I was doing? Did, and then did you ever go out with them to one of their things? No. Not go out, go out. But like, because no. I would go out to the Brazilian no, like no. parties this and shit. This was old school. Like these guys work and go home. They don't smile nothing. I bet they do some crazy shit. Drink. Just sit at a table. Constantly, like my boss had to fire this guy for like twenty years. He fired him at least twenty times. He's like Eddie's drinking again. I was like, all right, Frank, let him go. He's like, I can't. He has family. <laughs> Isn't it great having a job that you can smoke? <laughs> oh, I used to hotbox my car, but no, but they, you know they didn't like it. No, I they didn't like it at my job, but I would do dabs in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have a real outcome back. Literally crying. For sure. For sure. You need that. <laughs> It got me through the day. And I was in charge of the place. It got me through the day, but also got me addicted to it. Because it's all like, you look, no matter what you take, it takes the edge off. So you're always chasing something. Like, you're chasing a dragon. I'm sorry to say it. Like, no, I know, I, weed's you, amazing and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. It makes you chill. Sam's also a crazy white boy. Uh -huh. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> Fine. Me on an emotional level, I guess. I'm always chasing the dragon. No, I chase that dragon heavy. Are you yeah, kidding yeah. me? But sometimes you can't chase it. Sometimes you like, you just have to live in it. Like, I don't know how sober people do it. I don't. But they're probably living the best life ever because it's reality. Nah. No? Nah. I know. They you, you need, like, a little edibles. sip of wine. You need they something. They aren't baking edibles. They aren't interviewing rappers. They're like, smoking cigarettes. Listen, I have a lot of friends that don't no. smoke weed or don't do any kind of... Not that I'm saying, like, you have to smoke weed to, like, be any type of person, but they don't think that, like, crushing a bottle of wine is, like, a big deal, like, a night themselves. You know, I mean, it, it's like all in what you make is a big deal. You know, I don't know. I'm living like, a life that's way better than like this is a thing. I got to go back and speak to the seniors at my class in college mm -hmm. and I talked to them about weed. I talked to them about how much I liked weed in front of my advisor, who was my college how advisor. Did, why did why did you do that? They asked you to. Mm hmm. Because I studied film and new media, and I'm the only, like, I'm not the only one, but I'm using it. Like, I'm doing it, so they want me to speak to the class. And I got to talk to them about weed and shit. And it's like, I was the one asked back the person who they probably were least expected to. The person who was getting high and going to class all the time. The guy who was wearing t-shirts that were literally getting me in trouble. I was wearing... Like that T-shirt you're wearing now? Yeah, this has 187 in Arabic on the back. I would you have T-shirts with West Side Gun holding an AK-47, and people would ask, like, they wouldn't like, and I'm the one get, like, you can have fun. You can fuck. That's what I was telling you. these kids. Yeah. Like, you can do what you want. Wow. <laughs> so let's talk about Crime Apple. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know who Crime Apple is? So... I was telling Ani that I, th yeah, you know, she, she, she said that you and I should meet up one day. And then I told her about Crime Apple. Why? Because I saw that Crime Apple was on your podcast, but I had been listening to him before that, a few months before. And I was like, because I love Action Bron After the Action Bronson concert, <laughs> you saw me like, you, so you, you saw almost, that. You almost, yeah. I almost tricked you. I didn't even mean to, but I almost did. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, exactly, exactly. So I started, I started listening to his music. Very, very talented. He's so cool. Very cool music. Very cool vibe. 
very cool. I haven't even been able to release the episode uh-huh. yet. But yeah, so then I was like, whoa, you interviewed him? I was like, I know, like, that dude, that's cool. I'm yeah, like, that's- that was... That was probably my biggest get. He has a cool like vibe going, you know. Like he was sitting right there. Little scary, nice. Also, you know. Oh, he was the (laughs) nicest guy. I know. (laughs) Yeah. By the time this is out, you can go back and listen to the Crime Uh Apple episode. uh But um, it was that was, and he doesn't do interviews. Uh huh. Wow. Even on the podcast, he went. I only do one interview a year, and that's with Peter Rosenberg, maybe. But I listened to your shit, and I wanted to do this podcast. And Whoa. I was like, I literally couldn't speak for like two minutes. Go on, brush you know, like, Too much content. What up? <laughs> but it's Amen. probably the same thing when you get to set up Very cool. at, um, at Intel's. It's like... Exactly. You're I, doing I, I what you want to do. Very flattered. You're doing what you want to do. And you're, that's getting you in places that if you were in the plumbing industry... You would never be setting up a fuck. You'd never be plunging his toilet. Like, <laughs> Look, I never was hands on a plumber, but I did have a license to test a backflow. And that's a device that <laughs> ma- that makes sure that the bad water doesn't get into your drinking water. So like every dentist office, every medical office, they all have backflow devices and they have to get tested every year in New York, every year in New York City. And you could charge up to five hundred dollars. So people have that's what they only do for a living. They're backflow device testers and they test. They have like. Six buildings, all in the Bronx, because Bronx have humongous medical buildings. Five hundred each. Pop, 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 pop. Damn, I might get into that. Fuck this podcast. Backflow. Do you want to go into a backflow industry with me? <laughs> oh God. We can. It's a dirty place. <laughs> you got to read the meters. You got to send paperwork to the Department of Environmental Protection. You got to deal with shit. You got to f- no, no shit, just paperwork. <laughs> And you have to get your hands dirty. Would you rather deal with the shit than the paperwork? Yes. Why'd you look at me like that? Like, <laughs> you think I'm bougie like that? <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is over. <laughs> how far, how long are we? I doing? do look at a guy's We're hands. What do you look, say? I do look at guy's hands. Mm. Like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go with let's say a date a guy like you know if, you know I look at his hands if I'm on a date. That's I'm like that. I, I check I tell, his hands. I'm that way with girls. I hate like gross ass like nubby fingers, <laughs> or, you know like the chewed off or like nail paint that's like six like it's just oh, like a little like, yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah you you <laughs> fucking ratchet bitch. No, for real. I hate She's that. She's far from ratchet. Very classy, I'm beautiful just, girl. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Her art's amazing. Thank I'm you. plugging everybody, Sam. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I like that you went to her defense. You were like, don't talk about my girl. Oh, wait, like can that. I plug something about Lori? Um, she's done two. <laughs> bir- she's done two birthday cakes. You're like now. I get no respect. <laughs> Medicated birthday cakes that have been amazing. One of them had biscottis all over them it was a custom watch it was amazing thank you thank you yeah so anybody's gotta want a cool birthday dude yeah where can people find your shit they can find me on instagram at baked with lori ny and i have my menu up there my bio biography link you could also send me a dm i'm working on a website that's going to be coming out soon and i do pop-ups hire me put me in your rap video <laughs> is that what you want to do you want to be a I, I, yeah i just i love like yeah i thought you know i thought yeah definitely well you so, thought i was gonna put you in a rap video no oh i, th- I was no, like no, no. i, I, was gonna, I, I thought i was gonna be a rapper like one day but never never oh wait really yeah I mean, you I want 
yeah. did you ever actually rap no but like i am good at memorizing i guess that's all that's all <laughs> <laughs> memorization but it's always like, rap music okay like some people are like what's your what's like the like when it comes down to it what's like the number one genre of music i'm like it's always rap always hip-hop yeah, me too. Exactly. But I didn't think memorization was the thing you <laughs> needed to get into rap. <laughs> Sometimes I think to myself, why can't I memorize shit that I have to memorize? Like I memorize rap lyrics. Because there's a flow to it. But I'm saying like I need to like if I use my that part of my brain for like my business, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you gotta get a flow you gotta start rhyming your fucking menu. Uh-huh. Like, you got you got to get it into a flow. I was about to start spitting, but I was like, I was spit, no, spit. I'm not. <laughs> I found all these songs mm-hmm. that I made when I was in high school rap songs. Well, like written down? <laughs> no, like recorded. Wow. In my phone, they were in an old folder that I didn't even realize oh existed. And they were very embarrassing. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe one day they'll get played on this podcast. Not today. <laughs> I'm sure they're I'm sure they're I'm sure they're fun. They're fun. They're, fun. they're fun. I sent them to a few friends. And they're good. Like it's rhyme. Like it's if they're, it's not bad, but it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. What? Well, yeah. Was it like dating and stuff? Like high school stuff? No, like smoking weed. Uh-huh, uh-huh, like that. Uh-huh. I like punchlines. Like I'm a comedian first, uh-huh. so it was all just like punchline after punchline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Eminem's also comedian. Like like Lil Wayne, I would say. Uh huh. Uh huh. Do you like Eminem? No. I don't uh-huh. like angry white I people do. shit. Uh-huh. Ani's an like Ani's an angry white person. Ani. She's he says Ani. I say Ani. You Ani? do say <laughs> Ani is me Ani. in Hebrew, by the way. So what? Ani means he me in Hebrew. Oh. Like Ani Lori. I am Lori. Oh. oh. I do speak Hebrew, by the way. And I'm a citizen of Israel. So don't fuck with me. Did you go on your birthright trip? No. I never like organized things. I'm always, you know. <laughs> Every friend who told me they went on that thing just said it was like a fuck fest. I know. It, it is. It is. Like, I didn't realize. Like, that's why. <laughs> I, I don't want. <laughs> that's like. You just, like, that's pretty crazy. Like, there's just something where it's like, yeah, you guys get to go to another country and fuck. It's part of our religion. <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's a hot it's a warm country people you know they have the uh the female and male soldiers to to guard the groups and they're mm. all very beautiful and handsome so a lot of the the guards sleep with the you know because they're they're like 19 years old they're in the army and the, the you know the yeah Everybody's like 18, 17, whatever. In you Israel, wish like, you would. <laughs> You're talking about <laughs> The Israeli people are beautiful. Have you ever been? I, I mean, I, I've been there. T- I'm, a, I'm a citizen. Citizen. I've been there like 10 times. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going again in January. Yes. It's beautiful. I feel safer there than, than here. In this room? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick her out if you want. <laughs> In the second generation woo, they have a they have a song, right? Instead of cream, God made everything around me. Forget about the money; none of it is real, y'all. Oh, that's cool. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like that. Yeah, it's th- that's. I'll send you. I'll send you the the video. Like the you know, it's a good song. It's fucking I'll good. ODB's son, like all the sons, you know. You have to believe. You have to have faith in yourself. 
You don't think I have faith in myself? <laughs> no, I'm saying Let's anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you speaking to me from you? Like you're projecting? Like you? you no, I'm know? just saying to have the have people listening. Yeah. yeah, everyone has to. No, I. <laughs> yeah, no, you, everyone has to have faith. For everyone sure. has to have faith in whatever they're doing. Exactly. Like, in like their fake passion. It, fake it till you make it, but really, exactly. It. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to sit. Like I used to have a friend, Dan, and we'll wrap up on this because we did plugs like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Who was like, "Don't say you want to be a comedian. Say you are a comedian." And I did that from like a young age. Mm-hmm. Like when I when he started saying that, I would be like, instead of like, oh, "I want to be a comedian." No, I am a comedian. And then it gets in your head, and then you're like, "Yeah, I fucking am a comedian." Like I, mm-hmm. that's how, and it's the fake until you make it. But you, you, every time you hear yourself be like, "Oh, I want to be this," or "I want to do this," just be like, "No, you are that," because mm-hmm. that is you. Mm-hmm. And on that, do you have any last words? Watch your carbon footprints. Don't drip New York dry. Don't flush flushable wipes. Be good to Mother Earth. <laughs> this sounds like a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Just everybody love everybody and be nice to each other. And, and do what you want to do in life for sure. But like, don't hate. Just be nice to one another. Life is hard. Give money to a bum. Like, you're not like too cool to give money to people if they need it. They're not going to do drugs. Like, you know, shit's hard out there. Life is hard. Like, support other people. Stop being haters. That's a good note to end on. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> God bless. <laughs>